This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, guys, this episode today is brought to you by Miller Outdoor Adventures, and they are located in Northeast Arkansas on the Cache River. Um, They got rice and bean fields. They do duck and snow goose conservation hunts, guided and unguided hunts, which I really like that they do that. And the good part is that if you do an unguided hunt, 500 covers the whole group. So it's 500 if it's one guy, it's 500 if it's eight guys. Wow. So if it's, it's eight guys go down there, all of us buddies go down there, eight yeah. of us, it's only sixty two fifty a person. Wow. That's cheap. It's it's really very cheap. Yeah. Especially in like the their setting option too. That's pretty cool. I do too. Because you know, that's just something we like to we like to do our own thing. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of other people do too. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you want someone to be out there. But it's brought to you by Miller Outdoor Adventures and uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring this episode. And it's family-friendly, dog-friendly, which is cool. Take your own dogs out there. They're on Facebook, Miller Outdoor Adventures, NEA. Or you can check out their website, MillerOutdoorAdventures.com. And you can call or text to book a hunt. And the number is 870-586-3004. And the available available dates have been updated. Um, I think it was August 24th. So some of those might be gone now, but... He's got November 22nd, 23rd, 26th, 27th, 29th, and then December. He's got around Christmas time. I want to name them all off. You can just call, and then most of January left. So check him out, and uh, you guys won't be disappointed. Really nice guy, and uh, we're excited to sponsor, have them sponsor this podcast. Check, check. One, two, one, two. I sound really quiet. Yeah. Oh, check this out. Dad? Loud. He goes, oh, it's too loud in my ears. 
What? That right there. That setting was dad last. Yes. No. Now listen to this. I don't believe you. Yes. Dad's talking. Listen to this. Dad is talking. I have it on video. I'll show you. Dad's talking. I lean. You can see in the video. I kind of lean up like this and you're like, you, like I could barely hear it. And dad was talking. He's like, what was that? (laughs) I just started dying laughing. I go, you are that deaf and you could hear that. What in the world? Did he secretly have your hearing aids in? Maybe. Maybe I'm test, test, deaf. test. Yeah, is that good? Yep, that's pretty good. That's pretty much where it was at. You and Travis have it at. I don't mm-hmm. know. Dad's like, it's too loud. I'm like, really? I wonder if it's certain pitches that he can't. Probably. I think it is. That's <laughs> that does not make, make sense. Zero sense. Yeah, but on the other hand, too, my ears have been. I gotta go to the doctor. My ears have been leaking for like. It's those AirPods, dude. I don't. I don't wear them anymore. Really? Mm-mm. That stinks, too, because I love those. And it never did anything to me before, so it's like, I wonder if I just have an, an infection. When you say leaking, though, are you just getting tons of earwax? No. Like, clear fluid, and actually my ears burn. Actually, this morning what? I had blood in them. What? Mm-hmm. Dude, maybe you had the music too loud and it busted your eardrum. Maybe. But it's both ears. So you're going to go to the doctor? I need to. I probably should. I mean, it's not going away. I've had it for over a month. And you stopped using it that long. Mm-hmm. Well, I used. I I quit using them, and then I uh, used them for like twenty minutes the other day, and the next day it was just like all over again. It's the AirPods, one thousand percent. Yeah. I will say when I do wear them, that I'm I am starting to like my ears will do that, and I just think it's wax, but maybe it's not. I mean, it has to be. What else would it I've be? I've never had it happen Brain before. Brain fluid? I, I never had it happen before. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, like, um, I was wearing them for po- probably a couple weeks, like, at least eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And that just jacked me up, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer. I love those things. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about buying, like, a Bluetooth, something kind of like this, basically just the head head deal. Um. What are the? Does it do that to you when you wear the um, the regular? originals? Uh-huh. Not as bad. I think it has something to do with that seal, dude. Yeah, probably. I think it's probably not good or and, something. And I was wearing them on uh, noise canceling. I see. I I stopped doing that, and it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, does it does some kind of inner ear seal or yeah. uh-huh. pressure, pressure thing. Pressure, probably yeah. But my truck's so loud. It is so loud. Like, I want I want to get something like this that can. Do like noise canceling without um, being inside your ear. Yeah, being inside. So, yeah, those <clears throat> airplane headsets are only a thousand bucks for those Bose. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what's out there. I, th- they have like three hundred dollars. Bose has like some pairs that are like a three hundred bucks yeah. for headphones. I remember back in the day, Beats, but I don't know if it has a mic. Was like the ultimate, but that was years and years ago. I'm sure there's something better now. Yeah. Beats by Dre, but yeah, but Bose is a good go-to. I've I've had a lot of Bose stuff. Yeah, Bose is legit. <clears throat> well, let's talk about our hunt that's coming out today. Video is being released today of our hunt. Um, and by the way, just for anybody that's snooping, <laughs> these hunts are not any time when you see them. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I know people think they track us and know where we're at when we're at all this junk. You think there's some guys with like the little CIA board mm-hmm. putting pins in maps <laughs> and stuff? <laughs> I know they are, dude. Man, what day? I'll get texts. I'll get DMs on Instagram. That's duck hunters. Duck dude, hunters are not. I guess up. hunters all across the board, but duck hunters mm, are bad. I mean, up. I think we all try to figure out where people are at, even if it's other things, but duck hunters got to be the worst. Probably. <clears throat> Probably because there's a... Um, there's only certain areas you can go to, right? So it's yeah. probably easier yeah. than like big game. I mean, if you're in Montana, <laughs> back or in whatever. the sticks, there ain't no yeah, way in wilderness. Like, oh, I know that mountain face. So yeah, whatever. Which could, but, yeah, mean, could happen. But it's funny. On that, did you see those comments on the Washington or the uh, Idaho video? I think I'm almost positive I know where you're at. But was it right here? It's like, what? Well, you know where it's at. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You tell me. I don't Why know. Why does it matter? <laughs> it cracks me yeah, up. I know. I don't know. I've never and thought you know what's that. Funny? You know what's funny? It doesn't matter if you do really well or not either. It doesn't. Like if you shot one bird, people will <clears throat> be like, oh, I don't know where you're at. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. It is kind of cool, I guess. I think it's just cool to people to figure out where you're at. Right. Yeah. Period. I don't think it's always. I, I don't really feel like I do that, though, when I'm watching videos. But I guess if I was watching something I recognized, it, I'd be like, oh, I know where that's at. Yeah. You know, I don't really watch a ton of videos that um, that I would recognize. Like, well, because a lot of the duck hunting that I that I watch <clears throat> is I know it's on like, you know, like uh, oh my goodness, my mind's going blank. Like Mo Marsh uh, or uh, yeah, T. Higdon, Higdon Outdoors, or like Tony Vandemore or mm. whatever. You know, mm. a lot that's of those what guys. you watch. Like, who do you like? What who do you like watching? Uh, yeah, Higdon Outdoors. I watch some of Tony's stuff. Um, that's really that's mainly it. I actually don't watch a ton of duck hunting on on YouTube. Really, that's that's probably who I watch the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I watch really- I watch all the I watch pretty much all the flyways guys. Just because the main reason I watch them is they're they're my buddies. So it's just it's just staying in tune and seeing what's going on and. Seeing I'm not gonna season's going. Yeah, and it's not. Or they'll talk about something in a Marco Polo, and then I'll go watch it and like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say I watch every one of the videos because I definitely don't. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I do watch. Right. Well, and then I do like Higdon stuff they've been doing for the last year or whatever. And then, like you said, some of Mo Marsh, uh, Ira Macaulay, mm-hmm. you found some of his old stuff that was mm-hmm. kind of fun because he's a him and Tony Vandemore are hooked up, and but they. Do he's grew, he grew up? I've listened to some podcasts with him and uh, uh, Ramsey Russell. Mm-hmm. Get ducks, and he's had him on there, and he talked about how he, all he's done is growing up public land hunting, and he still does that today. Mm-hmm. So, Ira, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I, you know, we're oh, gonna you know get, who else? Obvi- obviously, goes without saying. A lot of the old uh, Duckman stuff. I like that oh, too. You know, yeah. I've watched those over S- and over and several over again. times. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, they're there. It's just. The old, like you said, the old ones, probably mm-hmm. like the first 12 or 14 of them is like mm-hmm. my top. Obviously, the older ones, the better. And as they get, and it's not that they get worse, but I don't know. The style might kind of like change old, a little bit. Old ones with Coco. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love just <laughs> because all cool. I think just because uh, it was like the, not, I don't know if they were the, the first ones, but like it's old footage and the stuff that they did to like, video it because mm. anybody if you've ever videoed that cunning it's you know it's not easy like it's Hard. easy it's easy to whip out a phone and just take a little picture on your phone or instagram story or something like mm. that but 
like to actually do a video or a movie, duck hunting is not easy. Mm-mm. It's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. Poor Jake getting roasted in that. Is, is he? I love it. I, I do too. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who knows Jake, he's like one of those guys that's like fun to be mean to. And he gets it from a lot of people. I and I I wouldn't even say I do. We're that too. laughing because we know how hard it is. <laughs> yeah. To do right. Well, I, I I don't even. And people don't realize. I don't even do that to Jake. But it's just he. It's a person that can take it really well. Can mm-hmm. take anything. And those are the types of people that are fun to like harass and joke mm-hmm. around with. Um, but yeah, I I was telling Titus, uh, he's kind of when you're videoing, you got to get out of like hunting mode. You got to get into mm-hmm. video mode. Mm-hmm. Not worry about like when this, to shoot, yeah, this and that. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get the bird in the right. Frame. You gotta, yeah. And there's, there's a whole and slew of things. A, that go oh my it. goodness! And following the bird smoothly and steadily—that is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. If you're zoomed in at all, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. You do gotta change your mindset, and I, I, I think we get better as the season goes on. Because I was watching when you filmed the vet hunt, you stayed on that bird really hard and tight compared to like say this first hunt we went on that we're gonna talk about today. Mm-hmm. And and not saying I did any better because I was like, man, I don't, th- I didn't think I was jerky that much. Mm-hmm. But the farther you zoom in, mm-hmm. the worse it's going to be, even with the active mode on. So we're figuring. I out. think I think too on the vet hunt, um, there was more content to um, go through. Like there was more birds to video, and that you know was able to get good shots of. Yeah. One thing about that that was. Um, Last year, and we had a different camera, and our focus wasn't set up like it is now, mm-hmm. or we're getting it now. So we're hoping to get a lot better footage this year. But one thing about that is videoing through toolies, which we have here. We don't have, like, timber and all that. It's it's really hard because the camera wants to focus on those toolies. Mm-hmm. And I love videoing birds through toolies, like flying through the air. You can't You can't just stand up. No. Uh, and video these birds if you're planning on getting a shot. So you got to stay down, but you also want to get the video. So it's it puts you in between a rock and a hard place. Um, but I think with that, you kind of try to th- have a mentality of like the camera's more important, which is crazy because it like goes against everything, like a hunter mm. mentality. But you have to th- you have to go. The camera's more important. I'm gonna stand up. Me and Titus hunted as have hunted so much together. I know when he's gonna shoot. I gotta stand up before he does, in order to get his kill shot. And, um, you know, you don't want to be the guy that stands up and oh, flares a bird or whatever. But so it it totally is a different aspect. You can't think about like oh, being jerky or being hidden or being like, I don't know. It's just different mentality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, we were talking too. I guess we're kind of getting off on a tangent. No, that's but fine. Videoing, videoing. Period. Not all um, locations are as video friendly as mm-hmm. others. Because, like, when we went to Washington, it was easy. Man, it was easy. That was like. Think about if we would have had this camera on that. Huh? Oh man, dude. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, because, like, another thing we were saying is. Um, <coughs> Bad videoing can make a good day seem not as good, mm-hmm. and the the reverse is also true. Like a, if you had you did a really good job videoing, mm-hmm. you can make a bad day seem okay or average. That's true. 
and um, and that's how a lot of these TV shows with those high dollar camera, mm-hmm. though you can they don't come back with many birds sometimes. Right. But I was like, man, that was really good footage, and the birds right. were yeah, yeah. You're right. right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So and uh, someone said that about that that Idaho trip. There, someone said, man, that was a really good hunt. Too bad the cameraman screwed it up or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again, I. I'm like not defending Jake, but at the same time I am because I I told Jake he's like man I feel bad and I was like dude, in all reality I never should have expected that from you. It was worth a try. I still should have wore a GoPro just to back up anything. Mm-hmm. I just don't like wearing that thing and right. it looks stupid on your head. Right. It just bottom line looks flat out stupid right. when you're wearing that thing. Right. Yeah. Gives you headache. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but I will tell you this, and I was talking to that Bo Brooks today about it. I said it will capture things that you would have never caught on film. Mm-hmm. You just cannot. Right, like me flipping over in the kayak, going to water, catching that right. gun. I never got that. Right, yeah. So it catches some pretty crazy things. I like I like a GoPro more for um, secondary, secondary, like setting it at a certain angle that you want, either videoing you guys hunting or videoing like where the birds should drop in mm-hmm. or something like that, like a different, a second angle. Mm-hmm. I like that the best. Obviously, wearing it on your heads will probably get more, but. Um, yeah, we're we're trying to do the the nice camera to get some better footage of birds actually, you know, working and getting shot and all that kind of stuff. But with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like I said, sometimes when you don't have the option or luxury of overhead cover, it's difficult. Which most of the time we don't. Right. And most of the time from this hunt we're going to talk about today, it, it was we were down in the toolies, but what we did is we did manual focus. And I think, <clears throat> and I felt like this after watching it, and you were just talking about having to stand up. Technically, if they were right there in that opening when that sun was on, you wouldn't even, you, you wouldn't have to actually stand up. Right. You could just, if you want to zoom in a little bit, you could, right, and get the kill plenty fine. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just depends. You had to on the on that mm-hmm. vet hunt last yeah, year because you were buried and the focus issue, right? So hopefully this year right. that will make the difference. You know what though? When I was watching that again today, <clears throat> it's such a great memory. So I've I've already watched it a couple of times, but it's like it didn't do as bad as we thought it did. Like it's not some because a lot of times those birds were silhouetted because the way the sun was. Or, or lack of sun, it was overcast. So they looked black anyways. It wouldn't matter what camera you had. They'd mm-hmm. still be dark looking. Mm-hmm. So you really can't tell as bad as we think you can. I still think that we could have got um, longer longer footage of birds coming in because yeah, yeah. From we were basically facing the birds from the, you know, d- 
we were facing the way that the birds were coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So I could have got them from further out coming in. They're right. basically flying to us, <clears throat> circling around behind us, and coming back in front of us. Yeah. So I got, and I'm not going to talk about what was shot for that video because you guys will watch it. It will come out at today at 11 Pacific Standard Time. But I got one of your birds really good, but I would I didn't really zoom in. So I, I zoomed out so it can make sure I get the whole thing in the frame, which I'm like, man, I wish I would have zoomed a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. But that's where the shot cam, com, shot cam comes in. Mm-hmm. And then, a, and this has nothing to do with you. The one thing I shot, it went behind the deal, but that just couldn't be helped. Mm-hmm. But the one camp that come in, <laughs> these people are listening like, what are you, dude, you're talking in code. But mm-hmm. you got the one really good. Cause it was right there mm-hmm. and again both of us stayed zoomed out but you can still tell it looks way closer than when it if it would have been a gopro right you know yeah. got the good splash and the audio right. from it dude it sounds so yeah. good just yeah it's like oh i love that sound yeah i think we'll get better and better as the season mm-hmm. goes on we you will know, and more familiar with this camera because mm-hmm. we we're kind of both learning mm-hmm. i've changed from working on picture profiles where it would brought more saturate and more like sharp color to it but then I noticed when it's early morning, it almost makes it too dark and it's hard. It's not, it's hard to see. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I took that off. Talked to some guys that have the same camera that have channels and I took that off and it looks okay. It's not as rich look and me, uh, Caleb said he can help me with that. And then we went from trying to jack around with autofocus, which it would work if we were sitting on a dock at the ocean with wide open and video on birds. Right. But now we realized, okay, that ain't going to work. It, it can and will work when we're in a scenario where we can film without any obstructions, like you were saying in right. Washington. Right, yeah. But until then, most of the time, what, 70% of our honey, right. we're going to be filming through toolies. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Because right. now we got it figured out, manual focus. Right. Then we got to switch. Yeah. Yeah, and just personal preference. Some, I like uh, videoing sometimes from a, like a different, from behind or kind of mm-hmm. off to the side, but... You know, going back again, it's pretty difficult unless you have a certain, like, unless you can control those elements. Like, if you have a place where you designed and yeah. this is your pond and then you're going to, you have a blind here and X, Y, and Z and all that. But if you're having a run and gun and you're hunting a different area. Which is most, what we do. Most hunt days, yeah. Um, that can be difficult. So, hopefully we get better quality video this year yeah we um, will as far as birds go because that's really the goal at this point yeah because the thing is yes we want it good for you guys but we want it good for us mm-hmm. we want to go back this is why we started this channel is for our memories because we love duck hunting we love the memories that we have we want to sit down at the end of the season and go back and watch these videos and enjoy watching it and not like oh my goodness i you know, I was shaking so bad. I didn't get the duck in the frame. It's annoying. Like, right. it's annoying to us just like it would be to you. Yeah. And, like, people were, like I said, again, not to keep picking and going back to that. But, yeah, it was painful for me to try to edit that video, you know, because they were teasing, like, oh, your cameraman has uh, Parkinson's. <laughs> there was so many funny comments. And it's funny, but it, does, it bothers me because I don't like putting stuff out that's, you know, I, I, we're not professionals, okay? And we don't have $10,000 cameras, but we don't have cheap cameras either. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm not going to bring no more up about that. I just, I guess I'm trying to cover my tracks because I don't want people, like, falling away. Like, oh, is this the kind of stuff mm-hmm. you're going to put out? But it's like, okay, we're going from a GoPro. Come on now. Right. We are trying to make it better, and we will. Right. 
And you guys will like this next video coming out. This video coming out. You guys will like it. It's it's a lot. It's good. And it's only going to get better. And that's talking to a couple guys filming through the toolies. Pretty thick toolies, too. So, Anyways, about this hunt. Where do you want to start on new, that? New place. Yeah. New place for Brand us. Brand new. For us. Um, Never been there. We love doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, at some point, we say that a lot. At some point, we're gonna run out of new places. Yeah, you ever think about that? Uh, I think it's. Do we kind of? Are we gonna miss that feeling? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> the you don't like the new place feeling? No, it's not that. It's just I think, I think it's just like your home turf, right? When you get more and more familiar with those areas, you're more le- you're more lethal. So, mm-hmm. at some point, we're gonna know what we like, what we don't like, and times a year and all that kind of stuff which getting better and better but um dude yeah. cuz you know why why though because we document stuff we save maps we have film footage mm-hmm. of how we did and we know when we were there right another thing too and I'm not trying to I'm I'm not plugging them on purpose I'm just telling you guys that are listening check out freelance hunt stats and I, I I don't know if you're gonna keep up to date on that this year or not. I do because I I don't do it for no competition. I don't do it for oh I I I shot this many ducks. Yes, you do. No, I honestly don't. <laughs> I like to know what I did. Yeah. But I'll tell you my number one reason what is. What kind of award do you get anyway? Who cares? Nothing. Yeah. I like to see what was the weather, what was the temperature, and where was I. The award is the history. The history is, the, and I'll tell you what, don't keep documents of what you do and see how successful you are 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. There ain't no way you can remember what time of year it was and what you did and how right. you did with the wind. Right, yeah. We know in certain places we hunt, as the, it could be storming, it could be cold, which it ain't going to be cold with the south wind. But if it's a south wind, you right. are not going to shoot ducks there. Mm-hmm. And that's just because we go there all the time. Right, yeah. Yeah, another thing and that's it's, stuff it's not as good a tool as that, but another thing that's good is is pictures. I'm I'm sure everybody's yeah. on that board these days, but like yeah. what's really nice is like if you really want to be quick like, "Oh, what day was I there time last stamps. year or whatever?" It's time stamped. Mm-hmm. So, obviously that's not going to have your weather on it or any of that kind of stuff. But it but, does help you remember what it was like. But it does it is a quick reference for yeah. time stamps, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so anyways, um, so so besides, besides the new place, um, um, let me think here. Um, it's basically my first hunt for the season. Um, so I was definitely knocking some rust off as far as shooting. I could have yeah, been. I thought you shot pretty for the opportunities we had. You yeah. never no, struck I, out. No, I mean I could I could have been more aggressive. I've oh I oh, totally mm-hmm. could have been more aggressive. Yes. Um, yeah, but don't we don't we? Isn't that us though? Every year we're like that. Like, why did I not shoot? Yeah. We no, do that every it, it year is. at the beginning of the year. We it do is that. for sure. It is for sure. Absolutely. I think that's probably everybody. But um, so getting that, I wouldn't say it's not like, oh, my reflexes are slow or anything like that. But it's getting that distance comfortability. We're like, okay, I know that was a good shot. Or I know that was a good shot. And, and actually what it was is, I mean, these birds were – over the decoys mm-hmm. and my my depth <clears throat> perception was like, man, are they close enough? And though they were totally close enough. How I far mean, do you think they were? Um, shoot, man, twenty five, thirty yards, probably. I I guarantee they went over twenty five. Yeah, so they were on the edge. I watched again; they were on the edge. 
of the decoys. Of the decoys, okay. like that last decoy yeah. curved it. Right. So, so there's that. I mean, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, I, I, I we are by no means afraid to shoot <laughs> longer shots. But like, I feel like more and more we get where we just don't really want to take those. I mean, mm. if you have to, if you're getting more desperate, then sure. But like, I feel like every year we're just pretty much shooting closer and closer. Mm. If yeah. you, if you think about it, we do. Um, it's a good thing. It's situational. Like, every, I think people know that. But well, it is to a point though because we never get like I'm so desperate. No. I'm gonna shoot this at sixty yards. We never, no, we never get to that point. Yeah, hopefully. If anything, we get mad. Way. Right. You know, like why are these ducks not coming right. down? Right, right. Yeah. But some people get mad and just take the shots. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't feel like last year at all we were yeah ever in that situation like at all. Never. Yeah. But anyway, so um, sharpening up the old depth perception. Um, I feel like my shooting was fine. And actually, I've been on one hunt since this hunt we're talking about, and my shooting was satisfactory. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I didn't miss, but I didn't shoot that much either. I think oh. I shot shot three, or I shot four birds, oh. and I think I used five shells or something like that. So, um, hopefully, and what, uh, hopefully what, you're using your you're using your I'm um, still using bismuth. Okay, what three inch six shot? Uh, three inch six. Uh, heavy bismuth out of my factory full choke. Oh, your fact, that's right, your factory yeah. full. I have. Um, Did you ever see? You didn't see what the bismuth is doing out of that factory full. You only shot that heavy metal. Man, I would love to see what that's doing on paper, dude. No, I thought. Oh no, no yeah, you did heavy right. metal, and you're that's right. not even really what. I mean, you shoot that, but you I got. Know. I think you get more bismuth in your claws. I'm you telling do. you, I know bismuth is expensive. Trust me, I know. But man, dude, heavy bismuth. It's like I, it's so amazing. It is. I, lo I there, love that stuff. Is there's nothing like it. Yeah, I. I mean, maybe like tungsten, full tungsten, but whatever. Teach their own, but um, yeah. I I need. I know. I need to shoot that bismuth out of um those other chokes. I really want to see what that. I know that was a, like. that was a fail, but anyways. Um, and and let me throw some out there. I. A caveat. Let me just suggest this. Don't. I wouldn't shoot any type of steel through my factory choke. You're not technically. You're not really supposed to. Factory full. Your factory full. Yeah. A lot of them will say no steel. I don't even know if yours says that. Maybe yours thinks it's fine. Well, you just don't want to bulge I, I your barrel, guys. I don't think so. It doesn't list. Doesn't say anything. It doesn't list. Uh, it doesn't list steel on there. Mm. So like my other chokes will list lead and steel. Oh, and don't. The full. Because you're probably not supposed to. Right. I, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm sure you're not supposed to. But I do have um, I do have a, another modified choke, um, aftermarket uh, choke that I could throw in there if I want to shoot um, heavy, like heavy metals or heavy steel or something like that. But For anyone that don't understand, that's why sometimes you, I or other people, a lot of people will buy after. I think some people buy aftermarket because they don't even know. Why they just buy other chokes mm -hmm. and don't use a factory because they just don't even know. Like, oh, it's a choke. You got to get a duck choke. It's mm -hmm. like, no, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. The reason they were made to do that, well, one reason. I'm not, it's, there's a lot of reasons, I guess, technically. But one of the reasons is for me is I want to shoot, if I want to shoot still, 
I need to get an aftermarket show because you're not supposed to do your factory full. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say no, le- no steel on them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other reasons, guys. I'm not trying to say that's the only reason. But just anybody that's listening and you don't know, because I know a lot of you guys don't and you're trying to learn. That's why you listen to these. And we don't know everything, but we're trying to help from personal mistakes and experience. Is just don't stick your full in factory full and then start blasting super X's through it because it, it could do damage and it has done damage to a lot of people's guns. Just mm-hmm. just as a reference, do what you want. But anyways, mm-hmm. I know people are gonna say, "Oh, I've done it my whole life and never had an issue." <clears throat> For you, very well could. Yeah, but you're not hearing it from Tyus or Thomas. That that's okay. Just <laughs> yeah. so you know, when, right. if something happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, what else? Um. About this hunt, I lead my shooting. It wasn't I, I your first like hunt, right? It wasn't my first hunt. Right, so, um, I knocked a little of my dust off on the Idaho Vet Junior Hunt, mm-hmm. um, but I still had some dust because I didn't do too bad either. To be honest with you, I didn't no. shoot very many shells either. No, but I did shoot behind on the one bird that was very close and very big. <laughs> I don't know how in the world I missed that bird. Um, the first time I crushed him. Well, I didn't really crush him on the second one. Oh man, there's more I want to talk about, but I really just don't want to give the whole video away because I was going to say something about Rocky too, and a mistake I made there. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. I'm going to say now because, because I kind of, I did say a little bit in the video about it and I kind of, after editing, I was like, man, I wish I would a little bit more into that because I have a feeling that might, is going to, not people listening to this podcast, but I think it's going to bother some people. And irritate people that, and I'll tell you what, letting the bird suffer, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of a small period of time where I'm letting Rocky try to get it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a honker, guys, by the way. And I thought people are going to be like, dude, why are you letting that bird suffer? I think that's what I might see some of those comments in. I can kind of understand that, but to a point, I am trying to train my dog mm-hmm. and get his over his... In a real-life scenario. In a real-life scenario. Right. People, people how, go how, buy ducks. How else are you going to There build? is no other way. There's no train. other way. There's no other way. How are you going to do it? You can't. And that's why people go buy ducks. You can't do it in California, but buy ducks and train them or pigeons. Right. And then they end up killing them anyways. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Like you said. But I, I just don't want to seem unethical, right? Like, right. okay, that bird is hurt. He mm-hmm. is going to die. Where I blew it is, and I already talked to you about this, just so you guys, and when you do watch it, is... I didn't make a headshot on that uh, on that goose, and I thought I did. I thought he was crushed, but he when he fell, he fell on the other side of the toolies. He was in the open water, but he fell on the other side where I couldn't see, and I thought he was dead. Well, he comes swimming out, and I threw my gun up and shot, and I didn't really aim, which was a stupid part, and I basically missed. And then I still went ahead and sent Rocky. That was stupid. Like I went and did that. I tell everybody, like the last year, I said, "Let's not. We're not. I'm not sending Rocky until yeah. that bird's dead." You said that, multiple and I broke times my own rule. Year. And I think it was just excitement, or not probably like, right. you know, yeah, it's again, rustiness, rustiness, and just right. not thinking. And it's like after I sent him, I was like, "That was stupid," because I wanted to shoot him again. Now I can't. Mm-hmm. And now Rocky, and I'm not trying to be defensive of my dog. He can get ridiculed all he want. There ain't no other dog that has a bloodhound nose like this dog does. And can get the birds, but if if he want if people want to ridicule him, that's totally fine because I'm not going to be embarrassed that he acts like that with a goose mm-hmm. when it's alive mm-hmm. because I did it to him, mm-hmm. 
And I said a little bit on the video about when I, we went opening day when he was 10 months old. There was no birds. And it was in the afternoon. This is a throwback. Oh, I'm just picturing And myself. there is a video there if you want to go watch it. Actually, I don't think I've seen that in like a long, long time. Because I, I don't even want. <laughs> it wasn't a bad video. There was no birds. But it, I, is, it is a bad video. Don't go watch well, it. Well, I mean, it's a bad hunt, but it's not like. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> the story behind exactly. That. Well, Rocky's first hunt. The only reason we even went out there because Rocky is because of Rocky. And I said, dude, can you please try to shoot something? I'm not gonna take. I don't think I took my gun. I don't think so. If I did, I had in the toolies. I don't think I took it. Yeah. I was like, I just want to make sure because that's the way you do it, right? You don't want your dog breaking. That was my number one rule from the very get go. And I think I had a leash on him or something. I can't remember. Maybe not. But I was right by him so he couldn't break. And, of course, nothing's flying. It's opening day on a refuge in, in the afternoon. It's You might as well kiss goodbye. I think Thomas actually ended up did shoot a couple birds, but a coot flew by. Mm-hmm. Did you shoot that coot? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I, didn't, I, I, want, I said I did earlier, and I was like, I didn't have my gun. You shot the coot because I asked you to. I said, shoot that coot so Rocky can go do something. Mm-hmm. Shoots the coot. Hits the water. We think it's dead. I say, Rocky. And he didn't really. He he was young. He wasn't tracking. He wasn't really watching the sky like he does now. He didn't really see it. He runs out there a few steps, kind of stops. You can go watch it yourself. You have to go back like 2017 or something, I guess. Runs out there. I have to take him out there, kind of. He finally sees it. He goes after it. When he goes to pick it up. Now, coots have beaks, mm-hmm. not bills like ducks do. And he latches on to Rocky's nose. Did he not? Yeah. Literally latched onto Rocky's nose. Freaked him out. <laughs> and I never knew then what I know now that this would totally ruin him for the rest of his life. There, there's not ever, I'm never going to break him of that yeah. fear of when it's kicking still. Yeah. Semi scared to pick it up. Yeah. Right. He, sometimes. Sometimes he does that with ducks a little bit too, huh? And then sometimes he dives his head under the water yeah. and don't and they're swimming, they're alive. I don't think he's as as much with ducks, but like he's not. I think if they're kicking, he'll kind of like look at it and make sure, <laughs> like, uh, okay, I'll get. It. Yeah, he does. But, totally. but with the honker, he definitely. Yeah. Oh, uh, snow goose! Finally, that one year he picked a snow. He went pick a snow goose up, and then he finally did that, and then he had no issues with that, and that's why I honestly didn't think he was gonna have an issue with it, and. That thing was batting him in the face. And I, in my mind, if Elliot ever listens to this, I'm thinking back of his little tiny 45-pound lab, female lab that just goes gung-ho for that goose. That's I have on video literally, whap! She's got it in his, her mouth, swimming back, and it is just beating the snot out of that dog's head. And that dog don't even blink an eye. <laughs> and all I'm thinking of is that dog. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, I can't even think of her name now. Anyways, Georgie. And here's Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's so, yeah, he's so mad at the at the uh, goose he's barking at him. <laughs> like die, die. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was my thing for that. It was just kind of been bothering me. Yeah. And, and and I'm not gonna I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I made a mistake in the past and I'm paying for it now. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's like Say whatever you want about my dog. We don't lose any birds. Right. It is what it is. It's yeah. just, Rocky's a stinking bloodhound. Go through the thickest toolies ever and come out with a bird. <clears throat> to me, that's, you think to we me ever, that's more important. But I tell people in that vet video, 
and those toolies, I go, we would have never hunted that. I would never have hunted that without a dog. W- which one? The the vet from this last season. Oh, man. there's no way you would never, we would have never found a bird, dude. Ever. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. That, that would be a miserable hunt because, I mean, you'd be man, losing birds. It, it'd be such a heartbreak with bird loss. Yeah. Yeah. That that place was thick. That was crazy. Wasn't that it was tall? It was just thick everywhere. Matted, just the mat. Those mallards just loved it. Oh my goodness! Don't they just love those little <laughs> oh, pockets? Dude, they love. Oh, dude, mallards! I think that's why we we just love and hate them so much because mm-hmm. like they're always in the around here. They're always in the nastiest stuff, the yeah. most hard to get to places. You know, you got to work for it. That's mm-hmm. why we love it. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Um, what else from that? I, I, I feel like anymore, whether we get birds or not, when we go to new places, to, to me and you, I, I feel like new places, when we get birds, it's just the cherry on top because we almost kind of know it's a scout mission technically. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have much, much expectations. Keep expectations low because you don't 100% know what to expect. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, we're, you're learning, you're scouting as you're hunting. The hunting is the bonus, but you're really scouting. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you go into it with that mindset, it's actually enjoy. I mean, it's fine when you feel pressure. I gotta get birds. Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? Exactly. Yeah, it was fun, dude. Slept in the back of the truck. Got some cool photos. Yeah, I bought this one thing. I will say, I bought this little little solo stove. Shout out! I got the. I can't remember what version it is, but it's the small version. What brand is that though? It's called Solo Stove. Solo stove. Solo stove. Hmm. Yeah. They're, they're cheap, man. Yeah, I know. I want to get one bad, but... So tell us about they're that. Sti- like, they're pretty that was pri- cool. They're pretty pricey, but like... Um, I mean, what's the game? They're, they're out there. I don't. I think they've been around for a little bit. They're not super new. Like, Yeah, I, I, but I didn't know that they made things that are specifically designed to tell us about kind of the little perks of it, though. The way I, it's designed. I think the design kind of goes back to people using like... Uh, um, what is it, washer or dryer drums? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how they got those holes in it? Yeah. helps the fire breathe. This, this is a little bit better. Um, it's basically just made out of stainless steel. Yeah. Um, made out of stainless steel. Um, it's got a like a like a grate on the on the bottom that lets the ash fall through, and then it's got holes on the bottom on the outside. And then it's got holes on the top. Oh, there is holes on the outside, on, on the, the bottom. Outside. Yeah. And Underneath then, or on the sides? On the sides. For what? For, for air? For air. Air movement? Yeah. Okay. And then there's holes on the inside of it on the top. So it lets air, you know, circulate from bottom to top or top to bottom, however you want to say it. And then when it burns out... The so ad- it kind of burns hot. like It burns hot, yeah. So once you get it started, does it, you can just tell like it really takes off. Or yeah, no. I mean, like once it starts, it it always <clears throat> breathes. So you know how, like in a fire pit on the ground or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll be like the fire will be big and then it'll kind of burn down, and uh, it'll burn down. But if you start it up, it would kind of get bigger again, mm-hmm. type of deal. Well, this it stays constant. It's huh? always the same. Huh? It's always the same. I noticed that too. Because you weren't stirring it or trying to get it mm-hmm. going. It was just like a flame. Yeah, I don't have to. Because mm-hmm. the only thing, the only thing that'll sit on that like false bottom. Is coals, and once those coals burn down, they fall. They through. fall through. So it never like. Is uh, it easy to clean out? Yeah, I just 
turn it over. Oh, I mean, you the, don't the, pull nothing out of it and then mm, flip it. It's just the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. The one I got, it's like the, I want to say it's the Ranger, but it's. It's like Yukon. That thing's huge. Yeah. It's like a bonfire. They make one. big ones, yeah. Huh. I got this. this It'd be nice uh, to have at the house, just like. Yeah, that would. Um, but I got that small one. And uh, huh. it it's pretty sweet. So anyways, we used it. Oh, yeah, it we used help. it because it was pretty cold. It was like in the 20s, I think. Yours, at is called, night. yours is called the Bonfire. At least that's what this says. Bonfire? Well, it says that. That's the smaller one. Did you get the smaller one? No, I got. I, I'm pretty sure it was the Ranger. Oh, the Ranger. I think. Um, no even, oh, oh, two. This is two fourteen for this one, dude. That's a perfect size. Mhm. Yeah, that's the one I got. I, I might have to. Just, that's a little, why is forty bucks sound so much? Well, cheaper? they're uh, yeah, they're having a sale right now. But anyways, um, that thing was. I mean, dude, that was cool. Dude. I love fires. I've kind. I'm a. Slight pyro, but I yeah. just love fires. Um, and I, I we we burned some uh, almond wood that time, but Is that I, what that was? yeah, I got some uh cedar from work. I I uh I work at a um utility company, so I have access to old wood, if you will. So I I chunked up some like uh 12 inch pieces. Oh, is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Poles, old poles, yeah, huh. and uh, split them into quarters. And those are gonna burn nicely. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look at that. That's the way that uh-huh. I was. Wa- that's kind of trippy, dude. Yeah, like you guys really should check those out. I mean, yeah. they are expensive, but you just if you like fires at it's, all, it's go fancy. check it out. It's fancy. It's and got that it's little smokeless. Ring. That's what I liked. It says it's smoke smokeless, dude. Compared it, to it, regular, it is. compared it, to regular fire, it was way less smokeless. You yeah. still smell like a fire. Yeah. When I laid in bed that night, I was like, I could smell it. Right. But it ain't. <laughs> You know, yeah. like campfire where you're sucking in the right. Yeah, no, it it is pretty because it breathes right. So it's got that little ring on top that's supposed to like make the fire look a certain way. It, it's pretty cool. It's honestly. weird. Like a, I, it's I like kind of trippy. I I've never heard of it until you got one. I was like, dude, I like this a lot. Yeah, and we don't get no kind of kickbacks for this. I bought this thing at no. Shills. Okay, but um, I've gotta, seen it online. I've seen it online, but that was the first time I seen it in the store, and I was just like pumped because i knew we i were, know you were all excited i was like what is he did, so pumped about? that's what's so funny about me and you like one of us will be pumped about something i know and the other one will just be like yeah whatever i don't know see you i do it to you you too. do it to me too yeah because dude i i remember the and, day i sent him a video i'm like <laughs> dude this thing is gonna be clutch this is gonna be so awesome and he like texts me back like oh okay and i'm just like <laughs> now really? you know how that feels yeah <laughs> really? It's not a good feeling. When, but you know what? You can't help it when you don't know something. I know my like, boy Caleb would like it. Oh, Caleb's going to love that thing. He yeah. knows he's going to want to cook on yeah. somewhere or somehow. They, they make ones that you could cook on, but I, they're kind of a different design. I was going to say, this ain't this one, is it? Because this, Dude, we could so cook over that, though. Oh, we do. We do a little grate on just top. Just put dude. a little grate on top. The problem is it's going to be super hot. Yeah, I know. Super hot. We just have to, you, you we know just have to make it higher. There's that one, but the thing is, that's not raised that much off the fire, dude. That would... Fry, some, yeah, you know, we, we can make some type yeah. of thing that raises up just yeah. two feet off the dill, yeah, mm, some little yeah. flint or dude. You steak. wouldn't even have to buy one, you could just take uh, you could just take like a, a grate off of one of your grills. That's what I'm saying, yeah, just rig your own thing up, right? Oh, for sure, that was clutch. And you know what, I'm mad, I didn't really even technically get to enjoy it because I was trying to take pictures, mm-hmm. and those pictures are pretty. Did you see that? Yeah, that was I thought that was pretty cool. sick, pretty cool. 
And then I didn't even video it. I was going to video as part of the video. And I'm like, yeah. you idiot. I'm so. Uh, anyways, guys, I got this new photography camera that's really expensive and it takes amazing pictures. By the way, shout out to Caleb for really um, guiding me. He's not doing the work, but he's guiding me because he's like, help me. And he's like, dude, I know, man. You've been helping me with duck stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't think it's the same, but <laughs> I feel like I owe him more. But I mean, I'm still doing the editing and the work and he just. Helps him, oh, do this, do this. I send him, I bug him probably too much. He says I don't, but I know I do. But anyways, we got some really good stuff coming up, guys. Um, Videos, pictures, hunts. I, I just can't wait. Like, I feel like this is the year of all years. Kind of say that every year, but. Yeah, we do. But we are, we are advancing every year. We're like, just excited for duck season. It is, bottom line. That's all it comes down to. I do wish we had the same cameras last year camera these cameras oh last yeah. year because i feel like last year we had opportunities to have better videos but hopefully we can do better this year by the way you have to try the old harness out oh yeah R thing looks nice it looks nice because of we're thinking of the situation mm -hmm. right you wouldn't want to walk around in front of anybody wearing that thing i mean you know what i mean yeah you're not just gonna wear that do, you look yeah. like a total video nerd but man it's gonna be clutch just hands free and just getting the getting the stuff, the good stuff. I don't know what else did we. Um, it was nice and cool. No mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. That was that, that was, was big time. time. Short walk. Uh, we camped in the parking lot. That was that was cool. That was cool. Um, we shot. What did we shoot? Six birds, something like that. Five birds. I think we shot five. I can't remember now. Oh, well, we don't want to give it away, but. Oh, okay. well. Whatever. Spoiler. We shot. Yeah. That's what we shot. I think it was six. But for for a morning hunt, yeah, it wasn't bad. So yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. I don't know what else we can say about it other than I feel like it was a successful mission. We scout out where the water was and yeah, seeing where the birds like to go and their flight pattern. That's a huge thing when you go to a new place. You want to find the flight pattern. You may not be set up where it's at, but if you can find where it's at. And maybe you didn't get to hunt that time you got to go. At least next time when you go back, you're like, this is the line they work. Because mm -hmm. birds usually always have a pattern. Right. Don't Opening day, there is no pattern. It's yeah. chaos. Right. But once the season settles down and birds start migrating, for some reason, they're always on that line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Got some settings start. figured out on the video camera, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But anyways, uh -huh. I think that will, that will cover our first recap of the season. I'm not even going to try to tell you like I did last year. Oh, we're going to do every everyone because I know we're not going to right now. Right. But we will. I will do my best to like get a lot of these recaps of our hunts because I feel like by us talking through it too, it helps us because we experience it. We're like, oh, we remember. But then when we come back a week or two later and talk about it, we're like, oh, yeah, that's something. I, you know, make mm -hmm. some notes. Like I, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. And we learn from it. It makes us better. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it helps people listening too, you know. So anyways. I don't know. Sounds good. We're excited to score,